This is Jody Avergan, host of Ask Roulette, the conversation series in which strangers ask each other questions live on stage. You come with a question you want to ask a stranger, then get randomly paired on stage. The catch is you can't ask your question until you've answered a question from a stranger first. Most of the questions are from the audience. Every once in a while, we have a special guest. I was planning to put out a new show today, Friday morning, February 13th, and you'll hear that in a minute. But I and everyone else woke up today with the news that David Carr of the New York Times has died. David was a guest on Ask Roulette a year and a half ago or so, and there are hundreds of tributes out there far more eloquent and personal than anything I could say here. But I just want to play a bit of David before we get to the rest of the show. I love his voice. I love his spirit. I love that he constantly showed enthusiasm and interest in new things. I honestly don't know if he thought Ask Roulette was any good, but it meant the world to me and Eli that he was willing to come and give it a shot. His openness, curiosity, weirdness, his honesty, that's kind of what's at the heart of this show and what we love about it and the community of people who come to the show. So here he is, a few minutes of David Carr from Ask Roulette. This clip begins with a question from another guest that night, Dave Hill. question is... um. What is your favorite time of the week and why? But, like, has to be specific, like what day and actual hour. And you have to answer in terms of the physical realities of it, but then beyond that, like, existentially, why is that your, your favorite time? Well... Day and hour. Did you, did you just take a huge bong hit before you asked me that question? Um, no. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. I, I had. Uh, Hate Sunday night the most. Have a name for it called the Sundays, filled with existential dread. So I'll just back off from there. On Friday night, I have completed work. Um, I've been typing all day, and there is a time right at. Nightfall, I'm out on my porch smoking. I don't like writing, but I have written. And there's, there's about 22 minutes in there where I feel like worthwhile and valuable and like I've accomplished things. And then the sense of dread returns immediately. Wait, after 22 minutes? Give or take. You know, I can, if I pile a movie in there, where I can kind of not think about anything, it can, it can, it can last, but I really got to rush to get to the movie theater so I can be what there before I start worrying about shit again. What if you just stayed home and smoked and watched movies like for a seriously long time? I, I'm, not, I'm not particularly good company, I got to say. I'm, I'm, I'm really in a bad neighborhood when I'm by myself. I just... I, I, need, I, I need to be... Among others. No, you could have people over. But now now, now you're family. assuming and teasing me about the fact that I have no friends. I don't believe you. Like I'm, I'm going to need you it's to be over. It's fucking hot up here. God. Sorry, Dave. I, that's right. Did you just Dave me? No, I David did you. Okay. No, you didn't. You called him Dave. No, I trailed he off. Me. I trailed off. No, you called him Dave. I called him Dave. Thank you. Do we know what I know? Dave. Thank you very much. All right, thanks. Dave Hill, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is David Carr of the New York Times. 
David, thanks for joining us. I'm going to ask you a few questions that came in in advance. Uh, do you get nervous during flights uh, with turbulence? Absolutely not. I'm, uh, I've been in some bad airplane rides, and Ahmed thought it through clearly, and it's not how I die. It's not. I'm, I'm completely and totally confident. Everybody else <clears throat> on the plane might die, but I'm more than happy to bounce across the country, bounce across the ocean. What I'm terrified of is missing that fucking plane. <laughs> and so I'm there by the gate, like with my hands folded, two and a half hours before it locked behind security. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm a really heavily addicted smoker, so it's a very significant sacrifice to be there. Do you, are you one of those people that is also like the first in line to get on that plane? Or you just need to know the... Everything airport? about the airport is a competition. I do, ve- <laughs> I do vector analysis when I walk in. Some people do racial profiling. I do, I do baggage profiling. I look at people. How much crap do you have in that bag? Is there a water container? Do you fly often enough to know that you can't bring a big jar of peanut butter on. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. I am just, they don't even, that x-ray machine is totally redundant because I've scanned everybody in that line. Uh, One last question, then you'll get to ask a question of a stranger. Do, Do cultured people discriminate against people who like sports? Thank you, Kurt. I think a cultured person is in narrative with sports. And I think somebody who isn't, it's like pretending you don't watch TV. I think that's super douchey. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of the fabric of our life. And in, as we assemble each into our own little verticals, there's less and less of a civic common. So if, if, if you say, oh, I don't even know the Super Bowls this Sunday, I don't ever want to speak to you again. <laughs> I just think you're, you're, you're missing a limb, you're not part of uh, the culture. And so if there are such uh, uh, a people, I think it's less and less fashionable. Grantland, Dance Spin, mm-hmm. the, the, the sort of literary narrative tradition of sports, which has resulted in so many great works of art, has manifested itself in a really modern way. So I don't think that kind of provincialism works anymore. Sorry for going all academic on you. Please close your eyes. Number 744. 744. Come on over. All right, please, please tell us your name. Dan. David, you can open your eyes. Already open. Uh, David, meet Dan. Dan, meet David. Hello, Dan. And you can ask your question, David. Dan, I'm sensing you're fundamentally a truthful person. (laughs) I just feel that osmotically through this screen. But I know that a couple times in your life you've probably fallen short of the truth, and we all know that not telling the truth has consequences. But I'd like you to tell me about the one lie that you told it totally worked out for you. It was like the best, the best lie, whether you, that's it. 
I, to be honest, I do like to tell the truth, and I can't think of a time. I can make one up. What? I said that I would be a lie, though. That would be a lie. I said I went to Harvard on my resume once. That's pretty big. <laughs> Dude. All right, Wait, tell us about that one. Now, just sec. You went no, from... let, Let's take a pass on that one. No one wants to hear about that. No, no, it's a total lie. That was a lie. I don't know what to believe in. He almost got away with it. He almost got away with it. David Carr, thank you very much. David Carr's appearance on Ask Roulette. The full episode is online if you do want to go track it down. Okay, let's get on to the new episode. We took your feedback and we're just going to put longer, less edited stretches from our live shows on the podcast. This was recorded at the Bell House in Brooklyn last year, and it features comedian W. Kamau Bell and, of course, lots of questions and answers from the audience members. It also features, as always, Eli Bolin, house band, and this time and this time drummer Jake Ulrich, who also joined us for the Bell House show. One last note, we have a new live show in New York City on March 12th. That's Thursday, March 12th. Put it on your calendar and more information on our website, askroulette.net. Okay, here we go. Ask Roulette from the Bell House in Brooklyn. Um, there are stairs on either side of the stage. Make your way as quickly as possible. But yeah, the, Eli, you're going to have to sing some long songs tonight as people make this their is, This have is you, the moment I've been waiting for. Yeah, I know. <laughs> your name is? Sarah. Sarah, speak right into that microphone. Sarah, obviously there's no one on stage with you right now, so I'm going to ask you a question to get things going. Sarah, have you ever gotten fired? No. Really? Never. Close? No. Have you ever quit in a huff? Yeah. No. But with feelings, yeah. With feelings? What does let's, that mean? Let's hear about that. <laughs> yeah. Go there. Um, I didn't like the people I was working for, and I didn't want to work for them anymore. And so I quit to um, make more artwork. Oh. And ha- did that pan out? Are you super rich now? <laughs> um, it's not about the money. Uh, the artwork is going very well. All right. Yeah. Sarah, you ready to ask a stranger a question? I am. Okay, yeah. good answer. Uh, please close your eyes. Number 226. Come on up. Two. Two. Six. There he is. I spot him. Here it comes. Everybody's really excited to see what happens when it's coming to the stage. Pointing at the audience cause he's walking behind the screen. But he really shouldn't do it. He really shouldn't, really shouldn't do it. <laughs> It's okay, he missed that rule. Uh, <laughs> Sarah, your name is? Your name is? Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan, say hello to Sarah. Sarah, say hello to Jonathan. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Jonathan. Sarah, ask your question. Um, Jonathan, when was the last time that you were truly joyful? <sighs> that is a fantastic question. Um, the last time I was truly joyful, um, 
my wife didn't come with me tonight. She had to work and... <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Worse. It's worse than that. It, it, it's worse than that. She told me last week we couldn't go visit her friends and their baby in Salem, Massachusetts because she had to work all Memorial Day weekend and I was truly joyful. When <laughs> Sarah, thank you very much. I'm visiting here to baby down in Salem, Massachusetts With her rosy cheeks and her, the brightest smile Visiting a baby Jonathan, actually, that, please close that your sounds eyes. really good, actually, by the way. Visiting a baby in Salem, Massachusetts, <laughs> which number, is a beautiful town. Number 881. Come on up. 881. Eight, right there. That guy. We see him. Come on, you're bringing it to the stage, white hot, lightning strikes, 881, he's got a backwards hat on. Jonathan, you can open your eyes. He does have a backwards hat on, Jonathan, now you're the, I'm corroborating that. I tell the truth. Yeah, Eli doesn't lie. Uh, your name is? Evan. Evan, say hello to Jonathan. Jonathan, say hello to Evan. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Evan. Jonathan, ask your question. Evan, how can I stop rooting for the Knicks? Oh. Funny you should ask. Uh, it's very easy now. There's another team that moved down the road. And I myself, after 26 years of painfully rooting for the Knicks, said, fuck it, let's be happy. And we went to the second round of the playoffs. Amazing that that makes you happy what was generally considered like a pretty disappointing season for the Nets, right? Spent a lot of money, only went to the second round. Why not be excited? Okay. I'm going to crochet that and put it above my mantle. Why not be excited? Jonathan, thank you very much. Please close your eyes. Number 682. 682. She's right there. There she is. I see her. 682. Did you know? She's walking. This is going to be a long one, Eli. In my heart as you're walking away. As you're oh, it's the long away. way. She's exploring the space. She's walking back to me. Now exploring the space. Exploring your face. It's all I want to do. Love in the tall grass Everybody knows She's really exploring the space Evan, you can open your eyes Does anyone make love in short grass, Eli? We were talking about that earlier I think the grass has to be tall The whole point is the grass is concealing Otherwise the you load get, you, you get grass clippings all over you And you get arre- you'll get arrested People see you in short grass all Right? Okay, that's a good. Point. Come on, Jody, think Sorry. Thank you. Um, Think ahead. Evan, you can open your eyes. I have no idea if they've been closed this whole time, but Evan, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Kat. Kat, say hello to Evan. Evan, say hello to Kat. Hi, Evan. Hi, Kat. Evan, ask your question. If you could have a beer with any president, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Hmm. I'm going to go with President Obama. Okay. Evan, who would you go with? I think Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Whoa! 
All right, well, I was going to poll the audience, but I think we got our answer. Let's poll the audience anyway. Obama versus Teddy Roosevelt, classic progressive showdown. He's a, uh, what's he, that? He's a hunting socialist. Oh, right. <laughs> um, which one? Um, okay. Uh, who here would like to have a beer with Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> who here would like to have a beer with Obama? Oh, shit. A lot of people just want any beer. Who here would like to have a a beer with Obama in the summer of 2008 as opposed to right now? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. no, a little more enthusiasm for that. Okay, Evan, thank you very much. It's a long, long story I could tell about the beer that I had with the dead president. Please close your eyes. Number 200... 30. Come on up. Two, three, zero. I, I don't spy him. There he is. There he is. Your name is? Tim. Tim, say hello to Cat. Cat, say Hi, hello Kat. to Tim. Hi, Tim. Cat, ask your question. So, Tim, what's the best decision you've ever made? Hmm. The best decision I've ever made? Uh, I think the best decision I've ever made is moving to New York City. Uh, I, uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do after college, and we, uh, my friend and I took a road trip for spring break from Baltimore to Philly to Boston to New York to decide where we wanted to it's live like after college. the worst road trip. Yeah. <laughs> it just well, went on 95. My, my, just my called parents the wouldn't pay for the section. cruise that the rest of my friends went on, so yeah. we had well, to get a your, car. What's your favorite rest stop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually the... Uh, no. Molly Pitcher is yeah. the correct answer. Exactly. Yes. Um, we have a Sparrow there. Ar- Neil Armstrong's pretty good. Okay, so sorry. Back to your road trip. It was but the summer I, of 2012. Three or something. 2003. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I tried all those cities for a day or so and picked New York, and, you know, I've had a lot of fun and enjoyed myself and done well. So. Um, all right, Kat, thank you very much. knew that. Tim, please close your eyes. Number 255. 255. You can open your eyes. Tim, uh, (laughs) your name is? Seth. Seth, say hello to Tim. Tim, say hello to Seth. Hi, Seth. Thank you, Tim. Uh, (laughs) Tim, ask your question. Uh, If you could have a voodoo doll of any person... Who would it be and why? I have to say, this is the second time I've been on stage at um, Ask Roulette, and that is... The second time you've gotten that question. (laughs) (laughs) No, the second time I've been stymied by a question. That is really... Wow, okay. um... Also, the fifth time you've dropped stymied, to be honest, (laughs) but that's okay. (laughs) No, I'm joking. Uh, Well, who do you hate? Um, I'm not a particularly malicious person, nor... Is there anyone I can think of that I'd... Audience is not buying this. <laughs> well, Tim, who would you make a voodoo doll of? Uh, James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks. <laughs> James oh, Dolan. Developing a theme this evening. Good work. Yeah, Seth, you can get on board with that. Um, okay, wait. 
It was Sterling. Really? Sterling. I was just like Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling. Yeah, Donald Sterling. Yeah, that seems all right by me. <laughs> got a smattering of applause. Yeah. We'll take it. Tim, thank you very much. Seven five seven seven fifty seven. Come on up. So right here. There she is. Come on up. Until now. Seth, you can open your eyes. Um, Seth, you looked like you were, going to, you were going to a place there with your eyes closed. Yeah. I had a little meditative moment. Yeah, yes. good for you. You know, get it wherever you can get it. Uh, your name is? Rachel. Rachel, say hello to Seth. Seth, say hello to Rachel. Rachel has some fans in there. Seth, Rachel. Hi, Seth. All right, two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seth, ask your question. So, Rachel, how do you recognize love? Mm. That's tough. Uh, I would say, <laughs> to all the strangers in the room, <laughs> uh, I recognize love. Um, you know, when a person is willing to go the extra mile and just really take care. Because so many people are good at all the other stuff, but when it really comes down to taking care of another person. That's actually really a hard thing to do, and I really appreciate that when someone does that. Can you give a concrete example? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded a bit generic yeah. to me. I'm sorry. Oh, a long time ago, I got my wisdom teeth out, and they gave me these like really terrible drugs, and I was so out of it. And this guy, who I'd known for a long time, took care of me, and after that, he became my boyfriend. So that was... Mm. If, if she's sick, take care of her, and that will count yeah. your favor. Go get that Vicodin yeah. prescription filled for her, <laughs> Drugs, and you will have right. her heart forever. <laughs> Seth, thank you very much. Rachel, please close your eyes. Number 494. 494. Right there. Shortest trip. Shortest trip. There he is. 494. <laughs> also, this guy, by the way, I can confirm, sitting in the worst seat in the house. <laughs> so I appreciate. But he loves it anyway. And someone's taking a picture of him. Um, you're, Rachel, you can open your eyes. I don't know if it. Um, your name is? Adam, say hello to Rachel. Rachel, say hello to Adam. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Adam. Rachel, ask your question. Adam, after the apocalypse, <laughs> what skills will you contribute to the society of the future? Sadly, just laughter. <laughs> Creating laughter or, laughing or, or ego boosting by laughing at other people's jokes? All of the above. You're just a fun guy. 
as evidenced by the reaction to that answer. <laughs> I, I, I'm compensating for not having any marketable skills you have, after the well, apocalypse. I don't know if marketing will exist after the apocalypse. Um, <laughs> no, but you can't build anything or... Shadow puppets? Yeah. Yeah. We all need shadow puppets. Uh, anyone want to just yell out some marketable post-apocalyptic skills? Latin. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the right answer we were looking for. Rachel, thank you very much. In the apocalypse, if I don't have any marketable skills, and then I'm gonna in the apocalypse, then I'm gonna die. Adam, please close your eyes. Number 485. 485. Um, what is one money mistake that you would advise others not make? Uh, one money mistake that I would advise others not making? Uh, believing in capitalism. <laughs> That's all the people who wanted to get a drink with Obama. <laughs> um, can, can, can I push you to get a little more specific about it, oh, assuming our paradigm? Don't believe in capitalism. Okay. Thank you very much. Adam, thank you very much. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is W. Kamau Bell, one of our special guests tonight. No, you stay there. <laughs> you don't get off that easy, even though you have no idea how this works. Um, yeah, I have no idea yeah. what's happening. Before you get a chance to ask a stranger your question, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions that have been asked on Ask Roulette before or come in online, uh, and then you'll get to ask a stranger your question, and then you'll get to leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what does your childhood bedroom look like right now? You mean if I was a child right now? No, am no, no. I, am what I allowed to ask questions about the questions? I'm sorry. No, no. you can ask questions. I really want to get this right. But no, I, no. Like, what is the state of your childhood bedroom right now? Like the room that you grew up in? Is it? Oh, still in your parents' house? Is oh, it? Uh, uh, I, I, lived, I had several different. There's probably lots of different children living in it. Uh, <laughs> I had several different childhood bedrooms, so I don't know. I haven't been back to any of them. If I did go back, it'd be inappropriate. <laughs> because we don't have the rent or the lease on that place anymore. So I'd yeah. be like, hey, kid, I used to sleep here. <laughs> Wait, what's wrong? Where's the... That's the equivalent. How did the police get here so quickly? <laughs> um, so, is, so wait, is, is there... <laughs> is there a... Um... That was miming social commentary. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. Is there, a, um, is there not a house that you consider, like, your house where you grew up? Uh... I guess my dad has a house in Alabama that I used to go to every summer, so that's the closest thing that I would be to a childhood bedroom, and it's filled with uh, doilies, and there's a cat puzzle under a, there's, <laughs> like, there's like a glass top table, and there's a cat puzzle I think I did when I was like eight that they left there, I guess, in tribute to my puzzle skills when I was eight years old. I'm not real that proud of it. Uh, never, never talked about it before. Thanks for this. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, um, no, it's, uh, it's got a lot of. It's got a sewing machine in it. That also wasn't my thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing against it, but it wasn't my thing. Right. Do you dwell on regret? Yes. 
how do you how do you get out of bed unless you don't regret something you try to go fix? I feel like my day is like, oh, how did I fuck that up? All right, let's go. let's try to do it again. <laughs> that's my marriage. That's parenting, cable television, lots of things. But um, but those are little. Those are little regrets, right? Like, like oh, I fucked up yesterday. Marriage and parenting marriage are little. And parent- no, oh, Brooklyn. Oh, no, oh I, Brooklyn. I guess that's the question I'm asking is, is it like, you know, I screwed up this little thing yesterday and I'm going to try and make it right. I, you know, I, I, mean, I yeah, treated I think- the situation with my kid not as great, so I'm going to try and... Or are there like big looming regrets that you feel are motivating as opposed to stifling? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think if, if it wasn't for regret... I, I think I can remember everything I regret in my life. And every now and again, I'll have a regret flashback. Does anybody get those? Where you just, where you just walk down the street and go, like, oh, God damn it! <laughs> Somebody asks you, it was nursery school. I can't go into it. I, I, I went through my, uh, my grandmother made me a conductor's outfit when I was in, element, when I was, uh, like in nursery school. Or, nursery school. Let's make it nursery school. Sophomore year of high school would be weird. Uh, <laughs> And I and I and I and it had that like the flat buttons with like a hinge and a thing because it was a real conductor's outfit because my grandmother was the shit, uh, hence the hence the uh, sewing machine, and I couldn't figure out how to undo the latch, and so I just sat on the floor and peed on myself, <laughs> until there was a puddle beneath me, and I think about that, <laughs> maybe every day I don't know like, <laughs> if it's a good week maybe five times a week but you know yeah. I think that moment sort of set the... I was like, I better be a comedian. Really? <laughs> Leader's not going to come in. <laughs> uh, this is the next question on the list, somewhat related. Um, were you or have you ever been cool? No. Uh, no. I th- if, no. I, I think if... It, again, if I was a person who did cool things and said cool things, I wouldn't feel the need to be a comedian. Being a comedian is all about, here's what I should have said. And being cool is always knowing what to say. So, and sometimes rhyming it. But uh, I don't know how to rhyme or say cool things. So I go home and think about what I should have said and then put a joke in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, um, what is a surefire way for a director to ruin a movie? <laughs> uh, wow, there's so many things. Uh, a surefire way for a director, B. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> All of his movies? Huh? All of them? I, 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 I mean, maybe the, A Sixth Sense. We could probably all sort of agree that, that everybody okay. gets one. Uh, but yeah, but everything after that. Personally, yeah, I think. I mean, I, 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 I try to like him. I mean, we got the brown thing going in, co- in concert. But I, other than that, it's a real problem. What's your favorite sandwich? My favorite sandwich? Yeah. Uh, my favorite sandwich... Uh, I'd say a Reuben. A Reuben? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea that would get any uptake at all. That's... A lot of Reuben fans yeah. in the audience. Yeah. Eli? I like, I like a hot, wet, juicy sandwich. Mm. Talking about sandwiches? Yeah. yeah. I can get into that. Oh, yeah. Way to check yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Eli. What? We're talking about what my favorite sandwich is? Yeah. Not a burger, but a sandwich. Yeah. It's like a tuna melt? Yeah. All yeah. right. Reuben versus tuna melt. Classic. Who prefers a Reuben? And who prefers a tuna melt? What? That's, they, that's a thing. That's not, I don't believe that. 
You don't believe that? <laughs> no, I don't believe yeah, that. Because if this audience it. is going to lie about, that's where they're going to well, put something, their lying. There's something happening where it's like so, Ruben did something to him. Yeah, no, it's, try, yeah. Yeah. it's apples and oranges. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's a bias. Uh, where would you hide the body? Where what? Where would you hide the body? Where would I hide the body? <laughs> uh, my friend Jason's house. Because <laughs> we've talked about it. And... And he would never, he was like, I, we, we are that level of friends. It's, there were, we, he would hide the body for me. Probably at his parents' house, just because they have a big house and it's pretty cluttered, so they probably wouldn't notice. Right, right next to the cat puzzle. Yeah. Um, would, would you, I told you I was regretting that. Now oh, we're sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the worst website in the world? Reddit. Really? Reddit. Absolutely. All of Reddit? Now, I know I've, I'm probably going to get Redified or whatever it's called. No, no don't worry. This out. is like the black hole of no one's going to find out about this. Okay, don't good, worry. Good, good. <laughs> Reddit does not know about I was this. Just having a con- <laughs> I was just having a conversation about this, so that's why I think I'm... Uh, yeah. yeah no. well, 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 tell us about your conversation. Um, how do I say this without sounding racial? Uh, it's, it seems to be a place, and I don't go, at the, I don't go on it that often because of this. It seems to be a place where white guys feel very comfortable being as white guy as possible. It's my favorite website. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you ready to ask a stranger a question? Yes. Please close your eyes. Number 274. Two, seven, four. Wait here. Oh, he's doing it. Do it. White guys being on the whitey side. You know, they're thinking about it and talking about it and keeping it tight. You know, yeah. Uh, you can open Guess your you guys eyes. Didn't like that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that one was all right. It's fine. Uh, I didn't really get it. Try it slower. It. You weren't um, listening. You didn't see this, but he just hopped right up the front of the stage. It what? was amazing. No, I didn't see it because yeah, I because your I, eyes were closed. I were, did what I was told. I know, <laughs> which is really weird for me. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> well, your name is Matt. Matt, say hello to W. Kamal Bell. Hi, W. Kamal Bell. Hi, Matt. <laughs> oh, I know Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Matt. Matt. Yeah. It's Matt. Matt. All right, Matt. The shoes, Matt. Matt with yeah, the shoes. The, guy with yeah. the, sh- the yeah. one with the shoes. Yeah. Uh, you can ask your question. Matt, why are you such a hypocrite? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, um, someone calls Matt on his shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's just been too long, Matt. It's been too long. I think I got dropped on my head. Is, is, that, a, is that a common side effect? <laughs> so it's not your fault? Well... I mean, I think, hopefully not. Um, no, but Matt, do you, do you feel like there are things that, that, you, that you are hypocritical um, about? Oh, definitely. Uh, I get, uh, let's see. I feel like, uh, so, um, I'm from the Midwest, and... Uh, <laughs> Hypocrite. <laughs> but you live in Brooklyn now, yeah. <laughs> And so uh, everyone, everyone there seems to be usually like pretty, pretty punctual. And uh, but I, I lived in Miami for a little bit. Everyone was late all the time. I got mad, and now I moved to New York, and now I'm late to everything because I just, I just can't make it. But you still like have that Midwest. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be like, oh, I'm from the Midwest. You should be on time, but I'm, I'm not. Come <laughs> on. Um, yes. What is the answer to your own question? Oh shit! Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Uh, 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 you ask questions and then refuse to answer yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Because uh, I'm a dude. I think that's why. Because I have all these 
dude impulses inside of a, trying to have a higher brain, and the dude impulses are pretty strong. Like rooting for the Knicks. Like rooting for the Knicks. <laughs> nah, not like that, but you know. Yeah, I have a feel. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, all right, W. Kamau thank you very thank much you. for joining us. Matt, you can close your eyes. Number three, one, one. Three, one, one. Right there. Three, one, one. Having lots of fun. Did you know we were falling in love? Here she goes. Matt, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Chelsea. Chelsea, say hello to Matt. Matt, say hello to Chelsea. Hello, Matt. Hi, Chelsea. Matt, ask your question. Okay. So, imagine you live in a world wherein every person can make his or her head explode one time, and then it will just magically regenerate. Everything will be fine. Uh, but you only get to do this once. Uh, it's the full explosion, you know, blood, messy, smoke, everything. Uh, so, what is it? a situation in which you would use you know, your once-in-a-lifetime chance to make your own head explode. I, I just want to say, by the way, that is word for word <laughs> what is on this card. This is the longest. You write very small, Matt. Chelsea, let's hear it. Um, I think I would make my head explode at, um, in the middle of the longest, most boring academic conference, so at least something exciting could happen to somebody. <laughs> It would be the talk of the conference. <laughs> Matt, what's the answer to your own question? Oh, um, I feel like uh, a good time to make your head explode would be uh, like probably... How do you not know the answer? <laughs> like you wrote, it, I mean, you wrote it and didn't think through your own answer? <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's, that's why, remarkable. That's why I asked it. No, I, yeah, I guess so. I, <laughs> I, well, I was thinking the first time would would either be when you lost your virginity would be <laughs> the interesting time. Uh, make a hell of a story. Or because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's your, it's your yeah, I feel like you don't need a second one. That one's pretty solid. Because it's your first time for you know both things. All right, Matt. Thank you very much. You have sex with someone and their head explodes. Is that you? you, well, you at some point, you take that. Cherry, make it so legendary. My head will explode. Right. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and thanks as always to house band Eli Bolin and this time drummer Jake Ulrich. Join us in New York for our next live show Thursday, March 12th. Information on our website, askroulette.net. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Sign up for the newsletter. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook where we post questions and photos every day. I'm Jody Avergan. See you soon.